interested in taking a deep dive each week into a compliance or compliance-related topic, then Compliance Into the Weeds is the podcast for you. Join Matt Kelly, the coolest guy in compliance, and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, as they go into the weeds to flesh out a story which you can use to better inform your compliance program. Both you and your compliance program will be the better for listening to this podcast. Compliance Into the Weeds is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, back again with the coolest guy in compliance, Matt Kelly, for another episode of Compliance Into the Weeds. Matt, how are you self-isolated in Boston? Uh, We are all fine here in Boston, Tom. Thank you for asking. And uh, at long last, the weather has turned decidedly spring-like here in Boston, which I do think gives a nice psychological boost to people. But Everybody here is doing well enough, given the circumstances. Matt, you wrote a blog post earlier this week entitled, When Covidiacy Strikes Corporate Governance. And as I read through your blog post and did a little research, there were a lot of fascinating things going on here. So what is the tale of the Boston Sports Club? Uh, The tale is sad. And for several weeks now, I have been writing about good things that companies can do in the tales of coronavirus. Uh, This is not one of those tales. This is not one of those times. The Boston Sports Club, um, if you live on the East Coast, you might have seen similar clubs. It is one of these very upscale urban personal fitness gyms. They have about 30 locations in Boston, but the corporate parent also owns the New York Sports Club and I think other fitness chains in like Palm Beach and up and down the East Coast. Uh, They, like many other consumer-facing retail businesses, faced uh, fell on some very hard times in March um, when on March 15, Governor Charlie Baker here ordered all non-essential businesses to close the following day. Uh, So Boston Sports Club fell into that category, and they closed on March 16. But since then, it has been one sordid new twist after another of how Boston Sports Club is not cooperating with or working with its gym members to refund their gym membership fees. And not only are they not refunding those fees, but come April 1st, earlier this week, they hit everybody with a new round of monthly fees when the gyms are all closed and they've laid off all their employees. Uh, And this really is just a story of how not to handle your operational challenges during a time of trial that COVID-19 is. Um, And it underlines also how we can get into this later. The parent company of Boston Sports Club, which is a publicly traded firm, uh, they were not in good financial shape throughout most of 2019. And this shows how COVID can really turn up the heat on your weak spots, your bad practices, your under-resourced functions. And COVID-19 brings all of that in a stark relief. And so what has happened with Boston Sports Club is a total mess. And uh, that's that's how my, uh, really, I, I should say, Several people have applauded me for introducing the word COVIDiacy. That is actually not me. Credit where credit is due. The New York Times over the weekend uh, created the word COVIDiots for people who do not take COVID-19 seriously. I saw it. I thought it was a wonderful word that has all sorts of uses. 
And so that is where the COVIDiacy came into effect uh, for my blog post. But that's that's the long and the short well, of it. Well, first of all, I am going to credit you with COVIDiacy. So if it's a derivative of COVIDiate, you get credit for it. It's a new element. You get to name it. Uh, and all right. Irregardless, you're the first guy in compliance to talk about it. So, And since you're the coolest guy in compliance, you claim, lay claim from that angle as well. Um, as sordid as this tale may be, uh, be early sound and the COVIDian nature of it, there's actually some pretty good policy management failures, corporate governance failures, and a couple of others that you detailed in your blog post, Matt. So why don't we maybe unpack it and, and have some actual lessons learned from the COVIDians out there? Sure. So Boston Sports Club charges its members anywhere from $30 to $100 a month, depending on exactly what service you're getting. And as we said, so first on March 15, the governor says all gyms have to close. So on March 16, uh, Boston Sports Club closes all its gyms, lays off all its people did not actually disclose the fact that the gyms were closed until March 20th on Twitter, four days later. Um, but if you actually looked up their policy, uh, which they did post on their website about how to cancel or get refunds on your unused membership fees, uh, it said, you can initiate the cancellation process at any time, at any club location, in person, except for the fact that all club locations are closed, and there are no actual people there pe People there to uh, entertain your application because they've laid everybody off. Uh, or you can send a cancellation request by certified mail to the club or the membership services department. And then the policy does not actually tell you what is the mailing address to which you might send that request. Um, so this was a policy that is not accessible to customers. Um, more than that, it also shows that, you know, Basically, Boston Sports Club was under-resourced because eventually, after people started to complain to the media uh, and to the state attorney general in Massachusetts, Boston Sports Club's parent did send out an email to all members that uh, they could apply to refund or freeze their fees to a certain email address, except after people were starting to send requests, please refund my fees. They never got any response from that membership email address. So either Boston Sports Club is unwilling or unable to accommodate all of the influx from uh, customers who are looking to cancel their fees. And what really struck me was that uh, a couple of weeks ago, I think, Tom, you and I talked about some pandemic guidance from FINRA, which uh, has, they govern broker dealers, and they actually have specific business continuity guidance in the event of a pandemic. One of the very few regulatory agencies that do. Um, and I know that Boston Sports Club is not subject to FINRA's rules. It is not a broker dealer, but FINRA had flagged issues such as insufficient capacity to handle higher call volumes from customers outdated contact information that leaves customers unable to reach the firm. If you were a broker dealer who was just as ham-fisted and sloppy with your customers as Boston Sports Club is with its members, FINRA would be on you like a ton of bricks because very clearly you were not uh, living up to your ability to have a business continuity plan in the event of a pandemic or some other big disruption. And so it's the exact same sort of issue that we are seeing here in a consumer-facing world. So they're not regulated by 
uh, FINRA, but they are regulated by the state attorney general of Massachusetts, Mar Healy, who has been trying to investigate Boston Sports Club. Uh, but she herself said on Twitter that when her staff tried to reach out to Boston Sports Club to get some sense of what's going on and when will Massachusetts residents see their fees, because under the law, they're entitled to a refund of their fees. Uh, quote, so far they have refused to provide any explanation. Maybe it's because they fired all their employees. This is completely unacceptable. Um, pro tip, if a state attorney general is saying that about your business uh, on Twitter, you are not doing well. Um, but also then it shows where are the regulatory compliance capabilities of Boston Sports Club's parent. Because if a state attorney general is calling you up, you generally should answer the phone and provide a good response. And they're not. Um, so we have got poor policy management for your customers. We have poor regulatory compliance capability when state attorney generals come knocking at your door. And of course, people are flaying Boston Sports Club on Twitter and on social media and in the general media. So it's a whole big mess because... Boston Sports Club just didn't have, it was not in position to implement a good policy and to anticipate the needs of customers during these COVID-19 times. And so we've got a big train wreck here. Matt, I was also struck by the greater cor corporate governance failures of the parent, the public company, Townsport International. Uh, as recently as March 23rd, uh, it fired its CFO. And then uh, March 19th, its audit committee chair resigned. Uh, at one point in time, those used to be 8K events. Uh, yes, and there were 8K events that uh, Town Sports did file those. Um, but, you know, I'll take a step back and take a look at what Town Sports International, the parent organization, what they've been doing. Uh, so they, in total, operate uh, more than 180 gyms up and down the East Coast. And in 2019, they had $466 million in revenue. So this is not a huge public company, but it's not a small public company. Like these guys know their way around the block, or they should. Um, but they are already subject to a class action lawsuit in the state of New York for pretty much the exact same offense of leaving members unable to cancel their fees, or even not even to get their money back of unspent fees, but they can't get them to cancel the new fees that have been coming on uh, from the start of April. Uh, now, since I wrote this post on Monday, there has been a lot. The class action lawsuit is up and running here in Massachusetts as well. Um, but yes, so Town Sports International has a terrible balance sheet. Uh, it has negative, uh, negative stockholder equity. Suffice to say, in the world of corporate finance, that's really bad when you have negative equity. Um, they have $32.8 million in current assets and $328 million in current liabilities. They have $178 million in debt that they're supposed to pay this year. They have $19 million in cash, and all of their locations are closed, and they don't know when they'll be able to reopen, and they're being sued by their customers to get their money back. So this is a whole big mess. We do not know why was the CEO fired at the end of March, why did the audit committee chairman quit four days before that? Um, the SEC filings do say that this was not to do any disagreement or matters relating to operations or policies or practices, quote unquote, from the AKs. What does that mean? I don't know. Doesn't make me feel any more reassured if I was a Boston sports club member. 
for the record. I am not a member of their gym, and I never have been, so I don't know how good or bad the gym might be. But all of that precarious financial situation, don't forget, that happened at the end of 2019, long before COVID came along. So this company was already financially overstretched. And then what happened is this gigantic hit to its liquidity, its operations, its cash position um, from COVID-19. And like Warren Buffett has said, when the tide goes out, you get to see who's actually swimming without wearing any uh, swim trunks. Boston Sports Club or Town Sports International, they're very clearly in that category. They had weak procedures, weak oversight. They had a weak balance sheet. Maybe in some perfect world, they would have pulled some financing out of a hat and kept on going. But here in the real world, COVID-19 has hit everybody and thrown everything into paralysis. So I, I don't know that Boston sports club members or New York sports club members, I don't know that you're ever going to get your fees back. Um, I don't know when you're going to be able to turn those fees off for April or May short of canceling whatever credit card you're, you're um, getting billed to. But it shows how poor corporate governance or loosey-goosey attention to important basics, that can really become a nightmare in these extreme risk events like COVID-19. And then to top it all off, the company's operating policies and procedures around customer refunds or working with customers generally, like they were terrible. And they were not at all ready for something like this. I'm not saying that Boston Sports Club should have anticipated COVID-19, but it should have had a stronger balance sheet no matter what. And it should have had the managerial wherewithal to figure out, this is a big mess. We're going to need to put more resources into our emergency operations. None of that was here. So that's why Boston Sports Club really just calls out so many bad practices that were made a thousand times worse by COVID-19. It's uh, it's quite something. Well, Matt, as the coiner of the term covid perhaps you could end our podcast by defining that for us. Uh, I would say it is just a um, a lack of awareness of the significance of COVID-19 and its impact on your business operations and your inability to respond to some very basic realities that we're all going to have to live with for months on end. Uh, I have heard from some very good companies that are doing some wonderful things by their employees, by their customers. They're being very inventive in how they are trying to respond to COVID-19. That is the exact opposite of what we're seeing here. covid is really about turning a blind eye to the implications of something so disastrous or assuming that maybe business as normal can keep on going. That is Nothing is further from the truth than that. Matt, on that note, I think we'll end. Let's see what next week brings us. Thank you very much, Tom. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. Thank you for listening to this episode of Compliance Into the Weeds. We're going to link to Matt's uh, blog post on uh, this issue, so check that out in the show notes. I'm also pleased to announce that I'm starting a new podcast, Compliance and Coronavirus, Clarity and Sanity for the Compliance Practitioner. So look for that new podcast on the Compliance Podcast Network. Compliance Into the Weeds is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. I hope you will join Matt and I again next week when we take up another topic of Compliance Into the Weeds. Thanks so much for listening. 
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.